0: Welcome to Couch to Coached, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch.
1: And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached.
0: And we are live. Again. 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 Ben was just messing around. That's why I said laugh, a little bit of a chuckle. Trying to make <laughs> him laugh before we come on air.
1: <laughs> it worked. It worked. We have still got the magic. The chemistry's still there. I can still, <laughs> I can still make you laugh after all these times.
0: <laughs> after all this time, after all this time, I still can't make Laura laugh. We're doing something right then. <laughs> well, must be, must be. I, people get frustrated. I think people get frustrated with me because I try to make people laugh, and sometimes I don't. So I was cracking jokes today, and it's like, oh yeah, shut up, Rob. <laughs> you put yourself so. on the spot. Then come on, give me one. I can't, I, don't know. I can't I'm not I'm not good at reciting jokes I am more of a, a banter kind of guy so they say, somebody says something I'm like oh okay yeah and then like what was it today there was one today Um, oh I was doing safer people handling so manual handling Yeah. So that's training that you have to do as a nurse every every two years or every year. And we were we were using a hoist to lift people up. And uh, I said, "Oh yeah, it's all all." I, I was talking to the person who was showing us the hoist, and she was says "It's all bells and whistles. It's a really good one." I says it, and it plays music as you lift up. And I started singing, "You raise me up." Oh <laughs> so, dear. I said and then I, I said moving on up moving on up did it did it so that's the kind of jokes that i crack at work <laughs> sometimes they go down well sometimes they don't in that regard there was only four people in the room so it didn't go down that well
1: i think you've you have to be there sometimes don't you for yeah
0: ones? yeah you do yeah one person chuckled so jenny reynolds so if you're listening jenny i know she listens to the show she's a runner as well she comes running with me and stoke, uh, stoke fit I'm an, I'm so there was four of us and then, and then the teacher um, and Jenny was the only one that chuckled. Oh, dear. <laughs>
1: so. I mean, I follow a, an account on Instagram uh, called Dad Jokes. Have you, have um, you oh, ever yeah. followed no, Dad
0: I, 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 I haven't seen Dad Jokes, but I've followed Dad Jokes. I, some, of, some of them are funny.
1: I like it. That's one of them. I... I often sit there on the sofa looking at Instagram, looking at dad jokes and uh, chuckling away to myself and then yeah. start reading them out to Rachel, and she doesn't find them very funny. No, it's not. It's, it's, good, it's good for the mental health and also for the physical yeah. health, actually. Lower the stress levels. Have a good laugh yeah. out loud.
0: Absolutely. Build that serotonin up. Absolutely. More yeah. for that. All for so, that. So, I
1: mean, I, I do like a bit of dad jokes. So, yeah. maybe listeners could send in their best jokes.
0: Yeah. Favourite jokes. Doesn't have to be running related. It can be, be if you related. want to be. Um, but I think I, I, I like I like a good joke. I like comedians. Like I say, I've always said this on the podcast. I don't listen to our podcast when I go running because I have to listen to ourselves when I edit it. But I listen to mm-hmm. Rob Beckett and Josh Whitcomb, and I always find myself laughing when I'm running. So when I'm running, I'm running along, and they're, they're cracking the jokes. It's similar to us, the banter, and just every now and again, there's a joke that comes out, and I still I laugh to myself. So. <laughs> It's good. All, good. All, good. all good to have a laugh.
1: I actually, to... I've got to say, I messaged you on, I think it was Friday or Saturday night, asking for um something funny to watch. No, not something funny to watch. Oh, yeah. Something to watch. Rachel something and the kids to, had yeah. gone away for a couple of days to her parents, and I was like, I need to get something else. I'm going to sit and watch a bit of telly. Yeah. What's good to watch at the moment? Um, And anyway, uh, long story short, I started watching Jack Ryan. Uh, on Amazon, I found it really good me and Rachel, it's one of them where you watch it and you think oh partner's going to like this I'll stop so I don't have to watch so many episodes again (laughs) parked it and I went to your original suggestion uh,
0: Rob and versus,
1: versus, and I watched the first episode with uh, them versus Usain Bolt and the American Football 1, I was in stitches talking about funny
0: it is so funny
1: brilliant, absolutely brilliant
0: if you don't know what it is, guys, Rob Beckett and R- R- Ramesh Ranganathan—they basically the two comedians. If you don't know, and they get together um, and they just do things. So against Usain Bolt, they play. They've played tennis against. Well, they played tennis and, and was with Andy Murray and Judy Murray. This new series, they've got dressed. They've uh, gone to Japan for K-pop, and this one, last one I watched last night, watched one with Laura because Laura's quite likes it as well. They did um, opera. And conducting an orchestra, it was it was funny. Yeah, funny. So if anybody if anybody wants to have anything to laugh to, go and find Rob and Ramesh.
1: I think know, yeah, up. it's a, it's a good laugh. That I will probably revisit it. You know, when you get a chance. But it's you've you've got it. You've got it, Rob. Good sense of humor. I'll give it you.
0: It's like a it's like a Tinder profile. Isn't it? Gsoh, is it something? Good sense of humor. That's all. That's, got, that's all I've got going for me is just a good sense of humor. <laughs> uh, and now I've lost a bit of weight as well you on the right No, ha- No hair, <laughs> bit of a beard, GSO8. <laughs> that is my Tinder profile. Gosh, not that I'm on Tinder. Not- Good set notes. G- gos yeah. Not that I'm on there, Laura, if you're listening, or anybody else. I'm not on Tinder. <laughs> I don't need to be on Tinder. But if I was on Tinder, that would be my... Okay. All dead. Keep digging, beard. Keep digging. Good sense of but... humor. <laughs> Keep digging. <laughs> You're getting married next year. Keep digging. <laughs> I am. I, wow. If, if I carry on with this podcast, I probably won't be. <laughs> Should we get on to the running before you get yourself in trouble? And the, yeah, kind of Pistone, running the running. Definitely a good idea.
1: Inside Manchester,
0: week Inside Manchester. four. Is it four. nine weeks left? Ten weeks left? Yeah. Nine weeks. Nine weeks left.
1: So... How is it going? It's that time of the episode where I, for the first time this week, have a look at your training peaks.
0: I think it's been going really, really well. I'll
1: be the I judge of that. Me.
0: Well, yeah, you will be the judge of that. But <laughs> <laughs> I am I have been happy with my running. Um so from last week, you mentioned the tempo threshold run and, and the mixture with the session. Like, like, we left it, yeah, didn't we? Session, we didn't talk about know. the session. Workout of the week, or workout of the week, I suppose. We don't do that anymore, but it's uh, kind of workout of the week. Kind of fr- it was on the Friday. Yeah. It was an interesting one. It was a complicated one, I must admit.
1: Complicated? Uh, Your watch was talking to you, telling you
0: what I know. Call. I know. Complicated it is in knowing where I was at what point in the run, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there was like was it like 15 seconds. So you had your, you had your, yeah,
1: you had your 10 minute warm up and your 10 minute cool yeah. down and sandwiched in the middle of that was your workout and it was basically some repetition. So we worked on a, like some some stride efforts really so like a bit of a, a pre workout um drills if you like. So we had two times 15 seconds hard with 30 seconds recovery. Then we had two times 30 seconds hard with a minute recovery, two times 45 seconds hard with one minute recovery. That was set one. And then we gave you a couple of extra minutes of recovery before we went into basically two repetitions
0: of five minutes of threshold pace. When I saw that, I thought, what? Five <laughs> minutes of threshold? But I enjoyed it, actually. I, kept, I, I went down to my normal route around the... on the lake. Uh, Round the lake, Forest Park lake. So I've been down there for a while, so I thought I'd go down there and do it around there.
1: And then after we did that block of two, five minutes of threshold, we went through the same first set again. So it was three sets. The first set um, of the the 15 seconds all the way up to the 45 seconds, then the two blocks of five minutes, bit of extra recovery, and then we did that first bit again. How did you find it?
0: I enjoyed it. I always enjoy them ones. I must admit, because like I say, the watch tells you what to do. Good challenge. Uh, it was a very good challenge. When I got black, when I got back, I was absolutely blowing out my bottom. I must yeah. admit, it was it was a hard run. Uh, Five point one four miles in total, average pace of nine thirty-five. I went round the lake nine times. I just counted. <laughs> uh,
1: local legend. I'm
0: still I'm still a local legend with thirty-nine efforts over the last sixty days or ninety days, whatever it is. It was a good run. I enjoyed it. Uh, and it's a well, I did a speed session a couple of weeks ago when I went down the track with Stoke Fit. So this is my first speed session in a while. Yeah. Speed session, kind of speed session. Uh, but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it, and and I feel like I am getting that pace back. I think yeah. it's starting to come back. Initially, I struggle. I always struggle with the first couple of sets, just gauging the pace yeah. because it's. I've just done a ten minute warm up. And then it goes up, right, run fast. And it's like, well, okay, then I don't know how fast do we need to go. So I was quick, kept checking my watch. It was only 15 seconds. But after that, when I got into the momentum, I kind of get, I kind of gathered what I needed to do.
1: It's hard to place pace yourself on on the shorter reps. But I think what yeah. what is important in this session is twofold, really. It's not just, again, we talk about it, not just the physiological adaptations you get from pushing yourself through a hard session and the reward when you finished it. The psychological part of it is also basically learning pacing yourself. What we are trying to do with the sessions is to get you used to running at certain paces, but feeling comfortable and letting your body tell you and learn how your body feels at certain paces. Um, You've handled the session really well in terms of the fact that your two middle blocks of five minutes at threshold have, have come out sort of bang on target really. Yeah. Um, we have got really tired towards the last part of the workout, but you've kept them honest and you've kept working. Um, yeah. I think one thing that we could look to do on them is to probably give you a little bit more recovery to some extent uh, on, on the last sections, but you're not going to get many harder workouts than that, to be fair. Um, no. So you are you are definitely, in my opinion, starting to get some of that pace back. Um, yeah. And I think that comes from doing or trying to do regular speed sessions is talking about as we said earlier in in the recent previous episodes is the variety because if you don't do a speed session for three or four weeks and then you come into a speed session you're going to find it hard yeah it's just keeping that that consistency with your running and obviously regular variety uh workouts yeah
0: but it was a good session i enjoyed it and i'd like I say i always enjoy them races them, them them runs the next day combined was combined run club yeah so there's only three of us it was absolutely tipping it down with rain you saw one of my Horrendous. runners didn't you john cousins I did, yeah, I did. He came and joined us. He works for Combined Healthcare, so myself and Zoe as well. Uh, there was three of us. And I left the house, and I thought, oh, my life, it's absolutely direct. I'm chucking it down, and I got soaked before and soaked after. Uh, but I got a not a part-run PB, but I got a PB at Trenton Gardens, and it is a quite a difficult course. That's the one that you've done with me, isn't it? It
1: is its uphill for the second half of the lake,
0: and yeah, it off-road, yeah. so it's off-road. Well, quite flat around the lake, trail. and then as you get towards the other end, it's a bit trailing, and you're going uphill, and then you come down back again. Uh, but I've got 25 minutes official park run time, although my, part, my time was 24.53, so I'm happy with that. One of my ambitions when I first started this podcast was to get an under-25-minute uh, part run, and I've done that anyway. I've done that. I've got PB with twenty-four sixteen. And that shows was, a lot, doesn't whammy. it? Because
1: you're doing that yeah. quite
0: comfortably now. Yeah, yeah. I think I could have probably gone faster. At the start, I was talking to John and Zoe, um, but I think I could have probably gone faster. <laughs>
1: That's interesting though, because if you start a race like a park run, talking to people conversationally, if you think about a race where you're running on your own, what does that tell you? It's about making Mm -hmm. sure that you start a race quite conservatively. We talk about pacing quite often in races. It's about making sure you don't go out too quick and what you've inadvertently done by speaking to John and Zoe, I think you said it was, you're starting the race a little bit slower and then you're winding up as you get through the race and getting faster as you go through it. And that's perfect race tactic.
0: I must. Admit, I must. I kept my, my pace quite consistent. Mm. So the first, it was 7:52 for the first mile, 8:37 for the second mile. That was with the uphill, and then 7:42 for the last mile. So I was happy with my pacing as well. Yeah, and your you really... average
1: heart rate for the first, uh, the first mile was only 136 beats per minute. Yeah, yeah. It's downhill the first bit, isn't it? But still, it's, well, it's
0: relatively flat the first bit
1: it's a good i think you've done really well there on that one it'd be interesting to see to take you back there actually and and put an, a race effort in to be fair
0: yeah yeah and I, i'm rubbish for pacing so i thought to myself i'll try and keep consistent i have been trying to keep consistent with my running but i've also been trying to keep consistent with my pacing as well mm. because i've always been rubbish for pacing the last time i ran a half marathon and got under two hours i was paced by dave wallace and i've been thinking about this when i've been trying to i've been thinking about manchester i'm like i need to get better at pacing myself Mm. so i have been trying to focus on that
1: this is why it's really crucial crucial which is going to start happening is that we get some race pace specific workouts in um i mean if you've had a look at your training peaks you can probably see forward to next weekend um the 20th We've, we've dropped you in some race pace specific intervals because right. it's it's really important to make sure that you're able to understand what your target pace looks like. So I've set you up for a pace range that's around about your 155-ish target. Yeah. If not, you know, giving you a bit of give and take either side, you've got the ability to run a bit quicker, oh, yeah, a bit slower. But what yeah. we want you to do is to understand what the pace feels like so that you can regulate your own pace. And this is the thing I keep repeating with sessions. It's about making sure that you're not just thinking about, right. I've got to run hard. I've got to do a really hard session. It's about learning about yourself, Mm. what the paces feel like when you're doing these workouts, Mm. because that's going to help you on race day.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then on the Sunday, what, we'll did just,
1: sk- what did you do on Sunday?
0: We'll just we'll just skirt over Sunday. Nothing happened on Sunday. It was it was a a, a non existent day. Didn't you I run? Think it, no, it was a non existent day. Why didn't you run? Sunday. Because it was non-existent. There was nothing there was nothing going oh, on at all.
1: Sunday didn't happen.
0: No, no, so, so it was it was given by the government that the, the Sunday is a day where there was nothing happening, so we went straight from Saturday to Monday.
1: Oh, that's funny, because in Birmingham we had Sunday in Arsenal and Arsenal in the community shield. <laughs>
0: Yes, they did. I was at Wembley.
1: They beat I was that, out. they beat that um second rate team from Manchester. Um <laughs> is it City? So, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> you went, didn't you? No running I did. you went to the game. I did, I
0: went. I got out I left the house at about half past six to go down to Wembley with uh, a new supporters club that I've joined the North Staffs Blues so it's a Man City supporters club it's the first time we've been out all together I saw you with
1: your flag with your football friends football friends
0: friends. that's the first time I've met him and they're all a good bunch of lads there was a couple of ladies well there was a lady with us who came with us uh, and there was another lady who met us there with a couple of her lads as well did you Uh, hand
1: out any leaflets for the podcast on the coach did you say no, to the driver, ear driver stick this podcast on
0: <laughs> no, I mentioned that it, well there's a guy that who's the chairman of the supporters club he knows who runs I'm friends with him on Facebook so he's like we've been in the ice bath this morning I'm like no not yet um, but we drove down there we got down there for about 11 o'clock and we were sat in a beer garden I didn't drink yeah, i i said I'm, I'm training for a half marathon so i'm not gonna drink oh yeah yeah they well yeah i am <laughs> they they all we're all drinking um we went into the into the wembley and it was it was a good day out apart from the result obviously what was it we, like we to went... see
1: a full stadium
0: it wasn't quite so full of course it wasn't...
1: not i mean being Parallel. in arsenal
0: it wouldn't be full no arsenal, arsenal side as well wasn't that full it, there was there was gaps what man city have done is Apparently, some of the sports clubs are boycotted. They boycotted the Community Shield because it was at a stupid time at four o'clock. It was four o'clock kickoff on a Sunday, so they boycotted it. So there was quite a few. There was quite a few Arsenal fans in the city end as well.
1: Why did they boycott it? Because it was four o'clock on a Sunday.
0: You tell me. So they
1: don't. don't They don't like four o'clock on a Sunday. They don't like three p.m. on a Saturday, by the looks of it. They don't Um, like eight o'clock on a Thursday night for the Champions League games. When are they ever going to be happy?
0: well it's not all man city fans man that's why we went down because we i was happy i, I don't mind going down to to wembley at that time it was a long it was a long day we didn't i didn't get battle it was about half past 10 so i was out from oh. six half past six or half past 10 it was a long long day but it, i enjoyed it and it was nice to meet some other people i'm a i'm a people person so nice to meet new you people. Are a people person it was a rubbish results, but hey ho community shield it's a uh, so nothing so nothing they can have that i'll let them have that because last time we lost it we've lost it three times in a row we won the treble <laughs> so we can have that we can have the treble oh no we'll have the quadruple this year and
1: you didn't but fa- anyway you didn't fancy doing your hour and 35 when you got back on sunday night now <laughs>
0: no, no, no. <laughs> there chat.
1: you go listeners he's committed to the man- <laughs>
0: um, i was shattered i was absolutely shattered
1: so then you at the start of this week nothing spe- yeah.
0: i say nothing spectacular you've you've taken to doing pretty much 70 minutes on a monday night haven't you well monday monday wasn't monday night i went out on my own okay it was morning i didn't go out with stoke fit because arthur was away with my mom so me and laura went out for a meal on some on monday night went to miller and carter Miller Lovely. and Carter. What you at Car- sirloin steak 12 ounce sirloin steak good choice with that onion loaf onion loaf and the
1: what was your yeah. salad bowl choice
0: it was, uh, bacon and honey mustard.
1: What sauce for the steak?
0: Uh, peppercorn.
1: I tell you what, you'd be a good first date. You would. <laughs> good I wouldn't be sharing if you mind. Good
0: choice. <laughs> I have one mind. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. It was really nice. I had, I had um, a voucher for my birthday in May, so I, we went out and we used that. So that was nice. So I planned to go out in the morning. So I went out in the morning on my own just before work. Went out and did because it was seventy minutes. You you give me seventy minutes on that day. It, was, it said sixty minutes easy, but it actually was prescribed as seventy minutes. So I did the full seventy minutes.
1: Yeah, to be honest with you, I, that, it was a typo that I didn't alter it to seventy. Because what I noticed was if you had seventy minutes in you on the thirty first, which was when you went a little bit rogue with Stoke fit, I thought, oh, hang on, let's see if I can squeeze an extra ten minutes out of him regularly. So you did yeah. it, and then yeah. you've also got seventy minutes next week because if we've got opportunities to get some extra miles in. Because of yeah. the way your week works, I think we should take it. So yeah. you're going to yeah.
0: probably see 70 minutes regularly on a Monday if that works. I'm now the local legend of a road by me as well. So I'm not just a local legend of Forest Park. I am the local legend of Courtway Drive. Come so. on, Courtway <laughs> Drive.
1: He's taking over.
0: <laughs> the upper part of Courtway Drive. I don't know who's the, who's the, the local legend of the lower part, but that's me. Go, on and, the upper part. go and take it. Yeah, so that was a good run. I had, I I enjoyed that run. It, I went on the usual route that I, I usually go on. Then I went to play football. There was only five aside. There was only ten of us this time, so we only used half a pitch. So that was a good workout. I nearly got three miles in worth of running, uh, and I scored five or six. Oh, so City, if you want a striker, if you've got have if you, if you've had enough of Haaland sign me up.
1: One one <laughs> season wonder couldn't even score past Arsenal.
0: But he didn't score against Liverpool last year in, this, in the Community Shield, either, and they were laughing at uh, laughing at him then. And then he went on and did what he did in the, in the in the season. So we'll wait until the end of the season to see how far he goes. We'll wait. And then today, uh, I didn't go. Oh no, went out last night as well. Went you out did. on a Wednesday. You did. I went out because the kids are going on holiday uh, with them. Uh-huh. So the kids didn't come for tea or didn't come around at all so i thought oh, i'll spare my which chance which is
1: good because actually i mean i take back
0: that it wasn't anything
1: spectacular that's actually quite good you did have you had an opportunity to run when you don't normally run
0: and you went and did it
1: did i see yeah. some stretching outside Badley green
0: yeah there's some stretching yeah so we're stretching after we we went there was only five or six of us it was a medium medium long run but it was um you're on for a very good week here rob it was a tempo threshold run so we did a a mile warm up although my watch didn't clock that for some reason i I didn't i must have paused it but didn't put it back on so a mile warm up and then a 5k at at tempo pace so your average pace for like your part run and then a mile cool down Uh, and i I think i got 25 minute 12 in the tempo run for the 5k which i'm pleased with and then um we went and did a, a mile back so and then you've run today as well you're on for a very good week i have i've been out this this afternoon straight after work half past four i've done 3.9 miles it was prescribed as 45 minutes i've so only done 40. didn't do strides I, i'm again. just gonna
1: say now, what is your problem i know I what know. is your I problem just,
0: i needed to get back to pick arthur up from um holiday club so I know it only takes fifteen minutes, eight, five minutes. I know, but it, it was—I was pushing time. Laura rang me when I was out running, so <laughs> I do to, two I in to a row Now I know I had—I had my earphone, and I had to answer the phone with my earphone in. And she's uh, like, "What time are you going back?" I was like, "I'll be back. Don't worry, I'll be back. I'm going back now, so I had to go back." So, so what I I'm will gonna, do strong. What I'm going
1: to say to you from now on, in right, is this. Mm. This is very important, Silito. Are you listening?
0: I'm, listening? I'm listening. Are you listening? I've got no choice but to listen to you. It's a podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, if you don't <laughs> want to listen to me, tough. <laughs> Liz, I'm going to say it anyway, and then you can't cut me off. Strides, right? If you've got 45 minute easy and strides, yeah. and you can't do the strides because you can't spare five minutes, eye roll. I would rather you cut your 45 minute easy run to 40 minutes.
0: Which just... I did today anyway. Oh, oh my God. You I did, I did. I did I did forty minutes because I needed to get back to oh. pick Arthur up from Holiday Club. I'm not having this. I'm not having this. <laughs> strides have literally. I've done so well all week, and you're just focusing on the one negative from the whole week. I've even got an extra running on the Wednesday.
1: And i will tell you what you ain't gonna like it. I've just moved your strides to after your long run on Sunday.
0: Oh, I'll do that. That's fine. That's fine. I'll do that. Well, well, after my long run on
1: Sunday, if you can, ninety minutes. Maybe. If you if you can spare the five minutes, Rob.
0: I'll spare five minutes.
1: Well, no, you've, got a, you've got a session tomorrow. We won't spoil out the session for next week for listeners. Yeah. Um, and then on Sunday, you've got a blended easy run. So basically go in between two pace changes. So like easy to steady, two blocks. Yeah. So you've got like a 25 minutes easy run, 25 minutes at like a, a steady to tempo, or te- tempo to steady pace, 10 minutes in the middle easy, and another 25 minutes. What we're trying to do with that is learn the pacing just going through the gears of two different paces. And what I want to see is what that second pace is, that second gear comes out at in comparison to what might be. So two RPE. So
0: that's steady running.
1: Well, I, I do my own, um, RPE scale for, for the, for the listeners. So anyone that I'm coached by, I have an RPE scale just to try and make it simple for people that I coach. And the RPE scale is I, I have some set paces, Um, And the set paces that I use, which I've designed for my runners, is one is recovery, two is easy, three is steady, and four is what I class as up-tempo. And these are used on sort of easy to long runs. Uh, So your run on Sunday is 25 minutes at two, which is easy. So this is basically bread and butter running, and this is basically – to build your engine your aerobic running you should never feel tired you should never feel out of breath and then you go into rpe3 which is just the next gear up a comfortable pace that's quicker than your easy pace just to build up some stamina and you should be able to just speak a few words at a time no more but we're going through those gear changes just to basically try and get a little bit of a better development from you and also see when you do that quicker pace what does it come out in pace wise heart rate because we can get a good understanding as where you might be for your half marathon target as well that doesn't so mean you going to advise, hit half marathon pace just no go through a gear change and notice going on flat, flat no not on a long run i what i think i on, tend to go down the canal on a long run
0: so on a long on run flat if, flat if you're there. on
1: the canal fine it works well but i think on a long run it's a good opportunity to get out there not really plan a route so much I never Mm. plan routes on my long runs because there's no half marathon or marathon that you'd ever do that's going to be flat and all you need to do really is it's not the run that you've got isn't to pace we're not trying to hit a specific pace we're trying to hit gears easy and steady and if you're if you encounter a hill on your long run as long as you're keeping it honest and you're working at the intensity that's prescribed forget pace forget heart rate we just want you to go through the motions, and you'll get more benefit from having a run that's got some hills in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the, living in Stoke, there are that many hills, and I live on top of a hill. So wherever I run, even if I run out and do two miles, I'll have to come back and actually run up a hill. That so.
1: said, the strides oh. that you're going to do on Sunday after that run, that can after be do- that can be done on flat. Yeah. Or should be done on flat. I've got
0: I've got a little bit of it. When I when I do my strides, whenever I actually do my strides, there's a little bit of a road at the top of where I live that is relatively flat.
1: You ain't got a <laughs> local you? so you definitely ain't got a local legend of that one because you don't do strides.
0: <laughs> no, definitely haven't got that one. What, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think of me running this week?
1: I think you're doing a- well. A plus? Um n- nah. Ah, okay. I can't give you an A plus for not doing the strides. strides. Alright, A man. I minus. mean you're not look you're not defined, as runners, you're not defined by any one race, any one run, any missed session, and that's both good and bad. So you're not defined by it. The wheels aren't going to fall off because you haven't done the strides, but we need to get them in. It, it's it's good for the body to get that quicker leg turnover, so I can't give mm. you an A-plus if you weren't doing strides. We're going to call it a B.
0: A B? Boom oh, my neck? You're a harsh grader.
1: Do you strides and get an A? Are you motivated?
0: I I think your show this week, I'm motivated. I think you've had a very good
1: week, you've put together a good week. I I really, really, I I do admire the fact that you have probably stepped your 60-minute easy up to a 70 minutes naturally on your own on a Monday and I really admire the fact that you didn't have a chance normally to run on a Wednesday and you've gone out and done 45 minutes easy on Wednesday. So if you'd have got your strides in, you would have got an A+. We'll settle on an A.
0: Okay, I'm happy with the name. am How about how's your running going now? You've got that that three pound off your shoulder.
1: Um, it's going well. To be <laughs> fair, I I had that operation, come back from it,
0: uh, eased myself back in.
1: I've basically just tried to remain as consistent as I can. I've not missed a run since. Um, i came back from the injury um i've done some really tough sessions um so i've been working hard to try and get my 5 and 10k pace down recently because to get that down 5 and 10k pace down it's going to be putting me in good stead for going sub 80 at manchester because what i want to try and do is to hold anywhere between 550 a mile to six minute per mile for a 10k If I can hold 550 to 6 minute mile for a 10k, then I should really, for half marathon, be able to hold 604, 605, which is roughly where I want to be, if not quicker, for the half. So I've been doing some really tough sessions in the last week. Um, I've done some broken threshold reps, uh, where my reps have been sort of around about um, 604, 615, um, pace for the broken threshold reps. I've done my long runs. I haven't missed. I haven't missed a long run apart from the surgery, um, in quite a while. So my long runs are there and they're sort of set, set and standard at about ninety minutes for a long run. Um, so I keep those going quite nicely. Um, and then I've done. I'm doing two sessions a week. So I've got. Um, good leg speed coming at the moment and I've got a nice little test on Sunday uh, doing Solihull 10k this Sunday
0: oh yeah when we say you're doing Solihull which
1: is a last last minute kind of race I only signed up last month Um, going to go and have a good go well, at is, it.
0: That a, is that a flat course or it's bumpy is it it's bumpy I mean
1: it's I did Rougely's six miler a few weeks back and it's obviously six miles just shorter than the 10, full 10k And I did 36-06. Um, It's not as tough as uh, rugby. Sorry, not Rougely, rugby. Um, It's not as tough as rugby six. So I'm hoping to try and put a similar type of result in. um, Anywhere between 36 and 37 and a half, I'd be delighted Mm -hmm. with. That would be a PB Mm -hmm. for a 10K. And I was looking back at my Strava, because I did it last year. Um, Last year was boiling hot it was like it was really really bad last year and i did 39 minutes bang on um finished first in my age category at that v35 uh came ninth place overall Mm. so i'm hoping i'm hoping the weather's kinder
0: i remember actually i think i remember you telling me that yeah Mm. i'm I'm in i'm in
1: better i'm in better shape like i Mm. even though the weather was hot last year Um, like in terms of obviously the weather being a factor, the weather, if it's really hot, you tend to slow down during the race. You tend tend to find it really difficult as the race progresses, like the heat gets to you and your body sort of starts to slow down a little bit. Um, I actually looked at last year's race earlier on Strava and the paces I went out, I went out at six Oh two for the first mile. And then my paces were like 6.18, 6.31, 6.29, 6.29, 6.34. So I paced it consistently. I think the heat got hold of me, but even still, I wouldn't expect me to be running that slow. If I look at rugby um, a few weeks back, um, my paces were all sub six-minute miles to six minutes. So I'm hoping, touch wood as he pats his head, PB on the cards.
0: PB on the cards.
1: Cole Moulton, I'm coming for you.
0: It's been hot today as well, though, hasn't it? It, it, it The the weather has turned, and I I went out this afternoon after after work, and I was absolutely roasting. It was horrendous. But apparently, it's not going to be that nice on Sunday. No, the weather's going to turn back. I mean,
1: these are the things, and it—you can only control the controllables. So that is getting your training in, getting your recovery in, getting your nutrition focusing on your recovery race day processes getting up early having your breakfast fueling fueling properly protein rebel ctc15 if you need to get some fuel um and i think if you focus on the processes there's going to be things that happen it might be hot it might be cold it might be raining you're giving Mm. yourself the best chance to turn up on the day and
0: see what can happen yeah absolutely absolutely hopefully well uh On the way, on the way, on the way, is that, if that's the right way of saying it? Well on the way, sorry, not way on the way, way. well on the way to Manchester. And I think that one (laughs) fifty-nine PB is inside. Yeah, I think we're both in good places.
1: I think, look, we are getting closer now to sort of the business end, if you like, because Mm. we spoke about it a few episodes back. We're nine weeks away now realistically speaking, you've still got a good chunk of training where you can make a difference. Eight yeah. weeks of training with a week's worth of sort of taper, you can make a lot of change to your body's with week, with energy the week, systems.
0: With a, tape, with a week where's a taper with a stag do in the mix? Uh,
1: you did have to drop that yesterday, didn't you? <laughs> it's, it's one of them, two weeks worth of taper. <laughs> yeah. So this is the thing, what you've got to be saying to yourself, realistically speaking, if you want to go on holiday, Let's face it. A stag do is a holiday, and you want to drink and you want to eat. You need to put the work in before then, because that PB ain't coming. I
0: will. I will. I'll be putting the work in. I've been. I've been putting you the have, work in. And I can't I, deny I, I that. Wanna, I, and I want to keep consistent. And I am enjoying my running. I said this last week. Yeah. I am enjoying. I am enjoying it tonight. I don't think to myself before. Go, oh, I can't be bothered today. I go out because I want to go out, and I and I could feel myself getting. I'm not there yet, but yeah. getting that pace back. So.
1: I mean, no jokes aside. Jokes aside, is that the way to say it? Jokes aside. What I think is happening is you are getting consistent. You are enjoying your running again. We've got things like the variety in the speed sessions. The one thing I'm trying to encourage is just to get that mileage up a little bit, just to build up a bit yeah. more fatigue. You you currently sit at sort of around about 25, 23 to 25-ish miles a week. Yeah. And every week there's sort of a little bit of a missed workout that would take you closer to that 30 and when you yeah. do hit all your workouts you come 33.5 uh, the week in the 17th I'd like to see you just getting a little bit closer and consistent to 30 miles a week regularly yeah. because it's gonna put you in better stead when we get to the half marathon so nine weeks to try and get that mileage up and hit each run and remain consistent <laughs>
0: Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Go on, Ben.
1: I, 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 there's not really much left to say, do we? But I think this podcast is teaching you something, isn't it,
0: eh? <laughs> I'll tell you what. God, I've got, I'm getting all these compliments today. This podcast all these is teaching you something. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel.
1: Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not
0: what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists. that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, support your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run-Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein pow- powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website, and it's CTC15, and you will get yourself 15% off. Talking about mileage, strawberry Leaderboard. Oh, that was a segue, that was. I know. I'm, I'm getting good at this, aren't we? Radio BBC Radio. If you want us on the radio, get in touch. We will come. We will be your new. Um, we will do a running show for you if you're interested. Older Ken and Ken and Ben show. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so Somebody yeah. put that on. Kieran, Kieran Bedford. Thanks for that. How does that, it feel to be that, a,
1: How does it feel to be a guest this week on on great. the show?
0: It, it was. It was. It was. It was good. It was I'm just disappointed.
1: Ken, Ken couldn't join
0: us. A guest. That um that does all the editing. Yeah. <laughs> you've got it you got it sorted. I, there. Kieran, Kieran <laughs> did comment on Strava. was it Strava?
1: It yeah. did make me chuckle, to be fair. It did make me chuckle. Go on, let's get into the leaderboard. Talking to Kieran, so, he's gonna be up there.
0: He is he, he is way up there. Spoiler alert. But I'm just I was just Segway into it, 15.6 miles hour currently for this week, so I'm happy with that on Thursday. Considering a couple of weeks ago I was on zero. But if we're talking
1: about getting you closer to 30, if we can get you sort of doing that long run on Sunday, you're going to be closer to it, and that's the big thing. If we can get your long runs in, you're there, and that's all we need to do. Go on, then. Fire some
0: numbers at me. So, from last week, so Monday to Sunday last week, in third spot with 55.3 miles well done to mark wright and we know it's not the one from the other way is essex so well done to mark Uh, in second spot with 59.8 miles just shy of 60 miles new guy not seen him on the leaderboard before i don't know i don't know him personally i don't think i might have met him but joseph edwards so well done to joseph if you are a new listener get in contact are you training for something let us know if you're training for a marathon half marathon 10k pb or his photos on
1: BB. strava he did london last year by the looks of it oh. so he's a london oh. marathon
0: runner he's a local lad he's from stoke well he's a local stoke. lad to me he did potter's off oh, right, okay there's a photo of him there
1: doing potter's
0: off and I'm, not was- sure Nor- I'm not sure he's a not sure he's a north stash road runners correct me if i'm wrong um joseph get in contact and let us know what i do like about him Looking
1: at his photo, his most recent photo. I think that's Trenton Gardens part run. Oh right. Really? Um, he is a buggy runner. He's running with an out yeah. and about nipper. I know that because me and right used to have one. Um, so yeah, fair
0: play, Joseph Edwards. Welcome. Welcome to the welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. And then top spot. We have mentioned a him already. Oh, go on. Just rewind
1: slightly. I'm going going to give him a little bit of a a kudos, further kudos. He did London last year, two hours, 44 minutes. Wow. So he's he's a a two-hour, 44-minute marathon finisher. Well done, Joseph. Look forward to seeing your running.
0: Yeah. Let us know what you're training for, if you are training for something in particular. And then top of the shop with 73.6 miles that's crazy 73.6 miles kieran bedford we've already mentioned him on the show friend to the show group group b runner uh well done to kieran has he been out and about looking for snacks to take home with running again it, it doesn't week?
1: look like he's been on any snack runs that i can see um, he's been doing he's some serious serious running he's been doing lately Um, he commented on one of our posts to, to,
0: to his York he must be coming up to his York marathon soon yeah I mean
1: look at this he did Trentham 10k
0: yeah that's NSRRA yeah
1: he finished 10th I think he's wow. Gator running buddy Christian Prince finished 9th mm. so he's finishing a place behind a group A runner he's done trenton 10k which isn't an easy course in 36 36 which is an average pace of 553 so i'm gonna say this now when i ran all at the start of the year me and kieran had a really good race at all i just mm. pimped him to the finish line at all he'd beat me now do you reckon i'd say that and do you know oh, what yeah. that is do you know what yeah. that is consistency
0: yeah, yeah. I'm not, he's, I'm he's not been, afraid
1: to admit it. He'd beat me in our consistency.
0: He has been clocking the miles
1: up. So. Clocking the miles, which is not all about clocking miles. I think there's more to be said about consistency. But um, he doesn't seem to make any excuses. By the, By all accounts, he's on a run streak. Mm-hmm. So he's on a run streak, which means I think he runs every day. Obviously not fast every day, but he's getting the miles in with a
0: young mm-hmm. family. Definitely, definitely. Just talking about Trenton before we move on to this week. Carl Moulton won, so well done to Carl. He came first at, at Trenton 10K. Couple more other people that I know listen to the show. Sam Crozier came fourth. Pat Buckingham, I know he's been on the on the leaderboard a few times. He came eighth. Christian Prince, you've mentioned, came ninth. Kieran Bedford came tenth. There's quite a few people. Um, Liam Clay, I know Liam listens to the show as well. Isabel Shaw, I don't know if she listens to the show, but she came first female, so well done to Isabel. Or Izzy Shaw, is she, she she is on Facebook and, and Strava. Amanda Kelly came second lady, so Stoke 50. Did she? Fantastic. She did. So, fair. And a, and a new person who listens to the show, Amy Wardle, I work with her husband, Phil, and as she started listening to the show, she came fourth lady. And wow. she's not really ran many races. Uh, she came fourth with a time of 43.24. So, well done to Amy. Well done. Fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. So, this week, so Monday to Thursday this week, in third with 32.5 miles, we've got Morgan Thompson. So, well done to Morgan. In th- second spot with 35.6, he's there again, Joseph Edwards. So, well done to Joseph. Let us I'm, know what you're running. I'm going
1: to s- stop you, Rob. It's changed. It's changed.
0: Oh, again? It's changed, mate. <laughs> I do this every week. Just I refreshed. Just on Got there. want me to read it out? Go on, you do it. Go on. Be, for a change, we'll let you do it. So Morgan Thompson,
1: unfortunately, has dropped out of the top three. Uh, oh, still
0: good. It was a bit, I, think
1: it, I think it was Morgan last time. The time. To, <laughs> Morgan, I know you listen. You need to run a little bit later in the day. I know he's out in <laughs> Cyprus. The time difference is a bit dodgy there. But he needs to run a little bit later in the day well done, 32.5 miles for Morgan. Joseph Edwards,
0: 35.6 miles. Yeah. And then we've got Pat Buckingham. Ah, so mentioned Pat in the in the Trentum 10K, so well done, Pat.
1: 37.3. And then top of the shop is Kieran Bedford, 38.8 miles with a good three days' worth of running left in a running week.
0: Mm, longest run he's done this week is twelve point one miles. I like I like looking at the. Uh, I've got it on my computer rather than on, on the phone. You can look at things like longest mm. run that they've done, average pace, so much better. Yeah. And I like on a computer in it. Yeah, so like we're looking at the climbing as well. So for the top of the leaderboard of the climbing, Kieran's done three thousand two hundred twenty-eight foot. Katie Gillick's done two thousand seven hundred sixty-seven foot. Pat Buttongum's done two thousand seven hundred forty-three. It's really good. I really enjoyed. it if you're, if you're not in our leaderboard, if you're not in our league, get in our league. 145 members. We are ever, ever increasing. So just search for couch to coach Podcast Wrong Club. What I would
1: say, just a shout out, uh, Carl Moulton, um, sitting in 22nd in the mm. uh, leaderboard, closely followed by Ben Russell. 19.0 mm. miles. Carl's on 19.9. I'm coming for you, Carl. I'm coming. <laughs> i'm gonna take your crown at potter's off no i joke i'm not but that's <laughs> i'm i'm working hard here trying to get my runs in and carl's on a taper of his mileage nice one carl <laughs>
0: <laughs> well done to everybody well done to the people that have come top uh, top three but well done to everybody for getting out on there and running yeah especially in the weather that we've had the heat the rain the wind that's no just yet but we might have British summertime so well done to everyone quite yeah. possible Listener's question? Go on. Go on. So it's not actually a listener's question that's been sent in to us. I saw this on Facebook and I thought this is a really good question and we weren't sure about answering it, but we're going to answer it. So Phil Sloss, so shout out to Phil, is a Stoke Fit member. He's put, hi guys, he's put this on the Stoke Fit members group chat on Facebook. Hi guys, my friend has asked me for some running advice. Can anyone offer any advice to her? I've been trying to get my running tolerance back up just so I can eat a few more biscuits. What else do you go out running for? And whenever I run about 1K, no matter what the pace, my heart rate spikes to about 190, and sometimes exceeds the max for my age don't know what her age is. Highest has been 206. I've been trying to completely dial it back with a pace and train in a lower heart rate zone, but even that isn't working. Last night, I ran just under 4K at a really slow pace, 8.08K, and my watch is saying for the whole time I was in zone five, which apparently shouldn't be able to sustain for more than a couple of minutes. I was in it for 27 minutes. All the time, I felt like I was using about the same effort as a fast walk i could still have a full conversation one wasn't out of breath or tired and my muscles aren't taking today or anything i could literally go for another run right now i can't tell if my heart rate max is just higher than maybe what is predicted for my age or if this is normal when you're getting back into running or if you should worry about it being high i just don't want to push it too much and do myself damage but i want to carry on running i have answered the question i answered that on on facebook and i said well somebody mentioned about getting a heart rate monitor rather than relying on your watch which can always can, can be wrong if you've not got your heart rate zones properly set so i use a heart rate monitor I haven't used it for a number of weeks but when i was training for london i was doing my speed sessions and things like that, i would i would use my heart rate strap rather than the watch another thing i suppose and I, i'll come to you in a minute, Ben, for your your Point of view but a couple of people have actually commented on that so this is what i like about being in stoke fix there's loads of people that have commented so neil reynolds so shout out to neil jenny's husband who was on the show a couple of weeks ago can i assume that when you say your heart rate spikes to one eight one nine, 190 you mean the watch is giving you this info if so on the basis that you are trying to get back into it can i suggest that you ditch the watch for the time and run on feeling and then he goes on to say, I know we're all obsessed with data and obsessed with looking at your watches and paces and things. I know we are, as we do talk about Strava, and yeah. there's only one way, there's only one way of proving that you've done a run is if it's on Strava. But I completely agree with that. Completely agree. Rather than looking at your watch for your heart rate, just run on feel. How do you feel? If you're okay, carry on. If you don't feel okay, stop, go slower. Also, I want to add, I think you need to get yourself checked out potentially at the GP's, maybe book yourself an appointment. I've I was saying to this to Ben on before we came on the on the episode. I've been to Give Blood a cup recently and I've been asked to go and get my Heart checked out and I'm having a 24 hour ECG tape. I don't feel any different. I feel fitter than I've ever felt. But I think if anybody's advising you to go and get yourself checked out at somewhere IGP. I would always advise that. So I'm going to get a 24-hour tape, and I boot myself in, and I'm doing it on the 17th, which is next week. So I'll be wearing it for next week's episode. Go on, Ben.
1: I, 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 there's not really much left to say. Do we? well, I think you, this podcast is teaching you something,
0: isn't it, eh?
1: <laughs> I tell you what,
0: God, I've got, I'm getting all these compliments today. This podcast is
1: teaching you something. <laughs> no, I think, look, I think we can. <clears throat> We've said it a couple of times in the past. We are very good as humans at overcomplicating things. Yeah. At some point, this person has clearly read books about running. You can tell that because of the type of question or the yeah. things that they're comparing themselves to. They've clearly watched things like YouTube videos on running coaching or something like that to prompt this sort of question. And probably, most likely, are on Instagram, the devil of anybody that is trying to improve as a runner, comparing themselves to others. And I think what's very, very easy to do is to compare yourself to others and to information in books and in articles and on videos and get very demoralized with what's actually happening and one of the things I would recommend doing is getting checked out by a GP of course like Rob said but working with a personalized running coach and I'm obviously going to say that as a running coach but you are an individual you're body from every little bit of that all the cogs in the machine that is your body are all individual cogs working for different bodily functions to keep you alive and also to put you into that fight or flight stage that you ask it to go into uh, fight when you put harder work in uh, on your running they're all working in different um, ways to get your body where it needs to be but Your body will work differently to the way my body will work and Mm. our bodies will work differently to the way that that person has asked the question's body will work and all Mm. the figures and all the data that comes out, if indeed it is accurate because it could be measured by a GPS watch that might not be measuring correctly, we don't know. If it is accurate or if it isn't accurate, either way, we don't know whether that means anything for this person, because they might have underlying health concerns, which we don't know about, they might not even know about, and that's not saying that to get make them worried. They also might be perfectly healthy, but might naturally with their genetics produce higher readings of heart rate. And mm. I think what you need to do, it sounds like, is take the advice from one of the answers on the Facebook group, scrap everything. Don't look at heart rate. Don't look at pace. Don't even look at distance. Ask yourself, how long do you want to go out for for a run each day? Could be 10 minutes at first. Run for 10 minutes. Truly conversational. Don't look at any of the data. Do that three times a week or four times a week for three or four weeks. If you start to find it easy, turn that 10 minutes into 15 minutes. Do that for Mm -hmm. three or four times a week for three or four weeks. If you find it easy, increase it you're the judge of how quickly and when you increase it and what you do once you start to find you're doing that you'll probably find the pace thing can be adjusted you could start doing some easy intervals a minute on two minutes off a minute on 30 seconds off whatever you want to do three minutes on a minute off play around with the intensity of the work and the period of, of of rest and recovery and before you know it you're not only getting consistency you're getting variety but i think It would be a great shame if that person gave up running because they got too focused on heart rate data and uh, paces and distances. I used to be a big believer of heart rate data, um, and I think it's something that unless the data that you're getting is accurate and you truly understand it and you've actually been tested to understand where your thresholds lie, it's a waste of time
0: is the test what's the testing called is that the vo2 max vo2 yeah i mean you can
1: you can go to um i mean it's in, in the science part of it you stand on a treadmill you run on a treadmill you wear a mask with a tube on and you run and you go through your paces you basically do a ramp test if you like where you go through uh, from a, a mild jog up to basically pushing yourself to the point where you can't run any longer mm-hmm. and it's working out your vo2 max correct but along that journey if you like you can establish where your aerobic threshold where your anaerobic threshold is it's really useful and beneficial for working out what your training paces should be so what your true easy pace would be or what your heart rate would be so it might say that your anaerobic threshold is 170 beats per minute if you can run at 170 beats per minute for intervals of five minutes your body is going to basically go oh Rob's finding this too easy to run at 170 beats per minute this often. I'm going to move my anaerobic threshold to maybe 175 beats per minute over a period of time. And obviously, mm. by moving that, you're able to get a quicker output in your pace. But if you haven't been tested, it's a lot of guesswork. Um, mm. The old theory of 220 minus your age doesn't really work, it's not accurate in the slightest. And I'll argue blind of anyone on that because everybody's individual. You can't yeah. use 220 minus your age because it doesn't take into account training history. It doesn't take into account uh, you know, the, the gender. Women have naturally a higher heart rate than men. Um, it doesn't take into account fitness levels at all. It's just yeah. 220 minus your age, which doesn't really mean anything. It's a rough guide. Mm-hmm. So the best thing you can do is to know that percentage of your week you need to run easy. That's truly conversational. Because if it's conversational, you're taking in oxygen, you're taking in um, enough air to, into the lungs to allow your, your body to operate in the way it needs to aerobically. Um, and then once a week, depending upon your fitness and your training uh, age, you can start doing one hard session a week. And as you get fitter, you might develop that to sort of two sessions a week like I do. Cole Moulton, who came on the show the other week, he seems to run a hard day and an easy day And these easy days are very easy as we established. It's building this up over a period of time and sticking with it and being patient and not being too disheartened by things that's going to turn you into a better runner. So scrap all the data, scrap all the technology, just go out and enjoy your running, but make sure it's truly easy.
0: Yeah. I don't know the person's name, so, Phil, if you want to – Pass them on to uh, It's a pulley to get another listener as well. If you want to pass this podcast on to your friend, no, you, <laughs> yeah. if you want to pass this, pass this podcast on to your friend. That's what we think. Doesn't mean it's wrong, doesn't mean it's right. It's again, it's up to you what you do with that information. And um, people have got opinions about all sorts of different things as you go onto Facebook and you see different people's opinions about different things all the time. So that's what we think. Hope. That is a good answer for you. Let us know if you do listen to the show, uh, if you are appreciative of that answer and let us know how you get on. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto download.
1: Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help
0: boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Cowtrees Coach Reads. Cowtrees Coach Reads. Just before we move on, I'm going to do a bit of a plug. I haven't actually read it yet, but I've been sent a book, another book. So I've got Inside inside a Marathon to read, and I've also got another book. For those that aren't from Stoke, (laughs) that's a book. A book. (laughs) A book. A book from a guy who listens to the podcast, I believe. He contacted us through Instagram. I can't remember, I don't know how to pronounce his surname, so I might be completely wrong here. Sean Kakmarski, C A C H M A R S K I, Kakmarski. He's a Canadian who lives in England or in the G- in, in Great Britain. And he asked if he wanted to In the GP. <laughs> in, G- <laughs> B- in Great Britain. Uh, and he asked if he wanted a book. And he said oh. it's more probably book focus towards the couch rather than the coach because looking at the, the blurb at the back is he trying to say i can't read yeah that's what he's saying yeah same book instead of book uh he's an he was an 18 stone 18 plus stone in weight not built for running and leaving leaving a very sedentary stat lifestyle and then he started to get the running book so i'm going to read the book and i will come back once i've read it maybe this time next year, and I'll let you know how it is. But if anybody's interested, it's called cool. Just Finish. Don't think you can? No, you can And I believe he's a guy that has ran 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon, ultra marathon, and I believe his next target is to do a triathlon. I bet he does his strides. Yeah, I bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> I bet he ain't got a podcast to hold, hold to account, though, has he? <laughs> 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 okay, so couch Reed, eh, Coach Reed, sorry, go on we've got runner's world no it is it's not oh okay it's not runners world okay we're going to a book oh and a
1: a book a book one of my go-to books science of running which is by chris napier phd Mm -hmm. and we are going to talk about sleep hygiene rob oh sleep Uh, hygiene. yeah
0: I think sleep hygiene is a really It's something I'm really
1: trying to focus on at the moment. I listen to podcast um, by Dr Chatterjee, um, which is a really interesting podcast, talks a lot about stress management, keeping calm, um, health hygiene through uh, health hygiene, health through physical and mental health, gut health managing stress levels, and he talks a lot about things like managing your heart rate variability, um, which is how your body essentially gets ready for stress and how it handles harder workouts. higher the heart rate variability number, the more primed you are to be able to go and do an intense workout or handle stress. If you've got a really low heart rate variability, potentially, you're not going to perform very well or you might find that you can't cope with stress very well. And there's all different things that you can do to improve your heart rate variability. And one of them is sleep. So you got me looking into this book and sleep hygiene and it basically says proper sleep hygiene can enhance sleep quality and quantity. Try these following habits and practices. Keep the bedroom dark, quiet, and cool. Ensure your bed and pillow are comfortable. Avoid backlit screens in the hour before bedtime. Avoid caffeine later in the day. Go to bed and wake up the same time every day. Create a nightly routine that starts 30 minutes before your bedtime to prepare your body for sleep. And use relaxation or med- or breathing techniques such as meditation if you're anxious or have difficulty falling to sleep. So Rob, what's your sleep hygiene like
0: I can sleep. I'm a very good sleeper. Is your sleep good? I don't know. I think, uh, well, I don't think, yeah, I would say sometimes wake up and I don't feel like I'm refreshed, but I think I can sleep anywhere. If you give me two minutes now, I could lay on this settee couch, sorry, couch and actually fall asleep. So the uh, argument I would say
1: then would be if you can sleep anywhere and you lay down now on the couch and you fell asleep, Is the quality of your sleep good enough in the night time? If you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep, do you get seven to eight hours of sleep?
0: Yeah, yeah, normally. So if you're getting seven
1: to eight hours and it might not be the quality, is good enough because you need to fall asleep at any given moment, if... But it yeah. could also be a good sign that you are you know, you're quite
0: content and you've got no stress yeah.
1: and anxiety. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think I I don't feel tired, mm. but I could go to sleep. Do you have a sleep routine? Not really. Not really. That's one thing that I don't have. Wash your
1: teeth, glasses off like out.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. We go we are watching Tally downstairs and we say, Shall we go to bed? Me and Laura we tend to go we go to bed together, so
1: Yeah, same we, we do.
0: We go to bed together. We get into bed, brush your teeth, uh, and then either watch telly in bed, which is Mm -hmm. a bad thing, I know, or play on my phone, which, again, is a bad thing, I know. Candy Crush? No, Candy Crush, no. TikTok and Instagram and things like that. I don't really play a game on it. I just watch things on on it. And and I think that motion, them lights in your face, don't help with good sleep hygiene. But now I've got a book. Yeah, read your book yeah so i think reading a book is a really good thing for me it's just remembering to and having the opportunity it's the
1: same to. first thing in the morning as well because one of the things that dr chatterjee talked about on his uh, podcast is micro stress doses yeah. and basically micro stress doses are little doses of stress that you pick up throughout the day and your tolerance to stress basically builds up because you take all these micro stress doses, and you don't even know you're taking them all the way up until a certain point and then one thing happens and you reach your stress levels and yeah, you, you, yeah. you explode. Reading your phone at night before bed and in the first thing in the morning, you're filling your body with micro stress doses, and you don't even know it's happening. That's like maybe seeing somebody on Facebook who's on holiday, having a great time. And you think, Oh, I wish I was on holiday having a great time. You get stressed. You see that yeah. Arsenal have beaten Man City in the community shield because the day it didn't happen and you get stressed. (laughs) But these are the things, right? You look at the weather, you look at the news, it's bad news. You look Mm. at Instagram and you see social media influence are running really, really quick and you think, well, why can't I do that? Or Mm. all these nice things that you potentially want to have and it increases your stress levels and without you even knowing it, you're making yourself anxious before you've gone to bed. Not to mention
0: the blue light is waking your brain up. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't help when you go out. So that like this afternoon when I've come back from come back from work a full day at work and then going out for a run, I could have just I got I, I sat on my bed to yeah. get my clothes on, my running clothes on and I could have just lay down and gone to sleep. So yeah. I think having a good night's sleep easier said than done mm. when you've got kids. Yeah, totally. Cuz they come in, they come into your bedroom or totally. they come and wake you up in the middle of the night and in the morning whatever. Uh, but I'm a good sleeper. If I honestly, on a Sunday or a Saturday, if I get the opportunity to do, if I was there was nothing to get up for or nothing to, to do or Laura wasn't around or Arthur wasn't around, I could sleep all day. But
1: well, then, then you sleep, sleep hygiene. Do you go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time?
0: Throughout the week, yeah. So we tend to go tend to go to bed around about half past ten. Around about half past ten. What time do you uh, wake up? But depends on about seven o'clock. For work, so if I'm working from home, I don't have to get up as early because I don't have to get, well, like I get changed and thing, have a shower and stuff. But like I don't have to rush around getting, and especially now in the, in the summer holidays, it's, it's the, the routine is out because Arthur yeah. doesn't need to get to school for a certain time. But like if I'm if if like Arthur's at school, it tends to be about half past six. But Laura's already up, so Laura is an early morning riser, so she comes and wakes me up in the morning most of the time, brings me a cup of tea, mm. uh, and then wakes me up. So I have got that routine, a little bit of a routine, but I think I need to work on my sleep hygiene. I I think it's something to
1: to think about because I think it's one of them. It helps if you can get good sleep, good quality sleep, and you can sort of maybe avoid blue light in the hour building up to go into bed or half an hour building Mm. to bed. If you can make sure you avoid things like caffeine, what's going to happen is you're going to sleep better potentially. I I don't have caffeine.
0: That's a good thing.
1: Mm. I mean, I'm terrible. Well, I suppose I do a little bit
0: because there's a little bit of caffeine in tea, but there's not yeah. as much caffeine I mean, in I have coffee.
1: A, I like having a glass of Coke with my dinner. Like, I've mm, always yeah. felt like a co- glass of Coke's a treat, so it's like I have a glass of, say a treat, like it's, if, I, if I'm not drinking Coke, I don't particularly enjoy water. I'd probably crack mm. open a beer or something. So I see yeah. Coke as like a replacement to beer, but it's got caffeine yeah. in. So I'm trying to reduce yeah. things like that. The purpose of it is the better quality sleep you can get, the better your body's going to recover. And if mm. we're looking to train for half marathons and marathons and listeners out there are training
0: and they're thinking, oh,
1: why aren't I recovering quickly? Mm. Starting point, have a look at your sleep.
0: Yeah. 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 Ice baths are supposed to help with your sleep as well, before you go to bed, although I, although I tend to have them in the morning. Yeah. Going to, in the ice bath before you go to bed, not just straight up, not just straight before you go to bed, obviously, because you're dripping yeah. wet, but going in the ice bath and then winding down a little bit is supposed to really, really help with your sleep as well.
1: I've been in every day for the ice bath for the last five days in the morning at six have o'clock.
0: Really? Yeah. I haven't been in for a while, oh. I need to get back in it. I know.
1: Get back in it, silly toe
0: no i need to i need to and on that note i think i'm going to go for, i'm going to go for a lie down now you're talking about sleeping making me feel tired i might get in the ice bath we've got, got one last
1: announcement before we finish
0: the show oh, yeah of course we have yeah of course we have you've got go one on, i'll let you do I'll let you do that
1: well so this go. this is being recorded on a thursday you'll listen to mm. this now at probably around about it'll probably be about quarter past five wouldn't it if you're listening to it live you yep. might have seen on our instagram that we have been teasing something for you We've had a makeover
0: we have had a makeover we
1: have had a makeover so by the time you've listened to this you probably might have pieced the pieces together we're having a makeover new logo incoming and that's going to drop tomorrow on instagram that's going to be saturday for you yeah. folk saturday the 12th we're going to drop our new logo It'll be rebranded on the podcast, and it's a very special thanks. Go on, Rob. Who's it to?
0: Thank you to Jimmy Rumble. So Jimmy Rumble is a guy that I've only met – The well, I went on a stag do with him a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago, months ago. I don't know how long ago it was. Went to Dublin, and we got talking, and he contacted us and said, I'm really enjoying the podcast you listen to. Can I do, do you a favor? And he's, he does – logos and things for people and he did this for us so i'm really really happy with it um uh, and i think it looks it's a good it's a good logo it is a good logo. caricature uh, yeah caricature-ish uh so thank you to jimmy um check him out on instagram uh, i don't know if he does this i think this is just a bit of a hobby for him but if you want anything doing i'm sure he'd be obliging he has done us a couple of things so so yeah you, jimmy.
1: look out tomorrow for the new logo and some special drawings that are going to be dropping on instagram as well thanks to jimmy yeah. rumble and on that note see y'all later see you later